Cool 97 Radio. Singles live on the nation's coolest. Cool 97FM. And of course, tonight we have with us Andre Allen Casey. And he'll be joining us in a few minutes. I have with me in the studio, studio rather, Pastor. Raymond, how you doing? Come a little bit closer. Doing so th- good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you have an event coming up. Yes, that's Christmas Bickle, 9th of December, at the Ronnie Williams Entertainment Center. And as you said, Bickle and, and more, more Bickle. And reminding you that this segment is brought to you by Harvest Tabernacle. And they're hosting Christmas Bickle on Friday, December 9 at the Randy Williams Entertainment Center. Remember, 36 Hope Road, Kingston 10, from 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. And there'll be prizes and surprises. And uh, for ticket info, you can call 876-432-1096. And and uh, sometime during the course of the day, tomorrow, we have two tickets to give away. So we want you to uh, listen up for that. So, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, Christmas Beacle? What is in store um, in terms of this upcoming event? Well, as you said, it's... Uh all-inclusive. A super all-inclusive. Super, super all-inclusive. And it is a fundraising event for our church. And we are looking forward for a great support. Here's what. Um, come for the food, come for the bittle, and stay for the entertainment. <laughs> so you can come, pick up and go. Mm-hmm. You can come and dine anytime during the day. And you can also come for the 5 p.m., dine and enjoy the entertainment. You choose. And the truth be told, if you come for lunch and went, went back to work and so on, because you may have to do that, but you can still come back and enjoy the entertainment. You, yeah. would, you would have had your beaker. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and, and, and it is quite a spread. Can you, can you remember everything off your head top? The, the, in terms of the menu. Can you remember everything? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a wide array of food and um, you can choose as you so desire. Uh, it will be laid out there. And um, no doubt you'll be tempted to take a little of everything and maybe not able to consume it. But it's your choice and you will have many choices mm-hmm. in which to choose from. In which to choose from. I can remember some of the things. First of all, we have the manish water, right? Yes. That the soup. We have the salad. Um, there's the desert um, area with the cake and the ice cream and all the various toppings. And then there, there are the main course. You have the um, oxtail. You have fish. You have chicken. You have the ham. And the list goes on. And it was there. Was there? Was there shrimp there? Did I? I did think I see? So. Yes. And there's fish. 
there is just about everything that you'd see on a on a on a on a, on a Christmas um, in in Jamaica in terms of a Christmas dinner. We're just transporting it to Ranny Williams. Yes. <laughs> and it is my view that uh, you don't have to worry. So you're gonna have to eat within a one hour. Mm-mm. You could take the manish water and go have a chat with your friend settle down and then when you feel like you're ready to go further so i don't think you're able to say well i have to contain everything within a one hour hour and a half or two hour it's spread out if you come to collect i suppose you could take everything and go but if you come to dine I suppose the space is yours to choose, okay? I just want manage water now, and then I relax and take it. It's a Friday. It's a all-day event, and we look forward for the evening entertainment when you just relax. As I say, come for the beaker and stay for the entertainment. And you yourself and Deidre and someone else will show up for the entertainment, and I'm sure it will be a very, very satisfying evening. And mind you, we're still holding your feet to the fire and do a very good job at singing. She's going to sing The Color of Love. That's one. That's what won me over to Cool FM totally and completely. Or she's just laughing to fix her voice. I have to laugh to fix my voice and I have to laugh to steady myself because I'm always being... Um, um, you're, throwing me, you're throwing me on the, on the stage, not as a host, but as a, as a, as a, as a singer now. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're like, multi-talented. So. You look so, because I'm sitting right here alone in the studio with you. Alrighty then. So we are going to let let me let me let me touch um, base with with my very special right. guest, Andre Allen Casey. Yes, ma'am. You you you're hearing all of that? I hear. I hearing too much of it. <laughs> you hearing too much of it? You hear how and Jeffrey is going to be singing. Um, come next week, Friday. Look like I need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> All I'll right. You sing the bass. You sing the bass. You, you, do you have Do you have a guitar? <laughs> eh? I don't. I don't have the guitar. The guitar. The guitar. Are you just coming just to 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 to, to um, so that you can uh, psychologically support me? There you go. Okay, great. So let's 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 um, delve into the topic for tonight, Andre Allen Casey. Um, developing my mental and emotional health let's can you put that in context for our listeners if you're joining us via the world wide web thank you thank you so much i see uh, maxine says aj you're always singing <laughs> mar who says she's not going to type um her her time her belly she's i guess she's gonna go at all of it um anyway back to you andre um let us put um everything in context yes in tr- um, with, with your permission though may i just give a big up to to um holes specialists and accessories you know they, they are a wonderful group of people down there and uh, they're on they're supposed to be listening and I promised that um, I had a talk with them um, this evening. And I just want to tell them thank you and uh, and for supporting us here on Cool FM. Yes, yes. See, rightfully okay. so. Um, our mental health, I believe, and 
is probably the most important commodity for us to experience emotional, spiritual, physical, and definitely mental equilibrium. Mm-hmm. This can only be achieved, though, if we do not take our mental health for granted and, and take precautionary measures to maintaining it. While it is true that there is no one bucket list of measures that will meet everyone's need, I do believe that there are some suggested measures that can be utilized and even has proven to be substantive over the years. Um, So we want to look at some of those measures. I must admit, all of these measures are, are, are measures that I have developed. (laughs) And and I do believe that if utilized um, um, in my own unique fashion, let me say it that way, if utilized, um, I do believe it will help us to develop our emotional and mental health. Great. When we talk about emotional health, what do we mean by that? People know about the physical aspect, but when we talk about emotional health, what are we saying? We are looking at whether or not I'm able to manage my emotions mm-hmm. as against allowing my emotions to manage me. Now, it is true that all of us, all of us, we have emotions. I mean, once you're alive, you have emotion. But oftentimes, unfortunately, we allow our emotions to control us rather than we stepping back and say, hey, since you belong to me, let me put you in a particular context. Let me even question you sometimes to figure out whether or not to say I should follow you or you should follow me. And so if we, unfortunately, we don't step back and recognize that since my emotions belong to me, therefore it mandates that I inform it more so than follow it. (laughs) Or put it this way, I should inform it before I follow it. And so that's what I mean by the, the, not only managing our emotions, but recognize emotional health. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we go to school and we're taught a lot of things. Uh, We're even trained um, in certain areas how to to take care of ourselves physically. So we go to the gym, we know we do the marathons, we run around the place, we exercise, we do this and we do that. We know that. We we, we actually see uh, the results of that. Um, But in terms of recognizing and also helping a person to to work on their emotional health, um, Andre Allen Casey, is not, it is not something that we are taught, whether in schools or in otherwise. So tonight, before we delve into um, into 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 the meat of the matter, um, how can we as individuals start or teach other persons to develop um, mental health? What do we do? What are some of the things that we we must do? Okay. Well, I have a list in front of me that, 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 that I've created. Um, and I'm, I want to share that list. 
I do believe that in um, exploring um, this list, we can begin that process of um, developing our, our emotional and mental health. Number one, let me get there because we have limited time. But the first thing, and, 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 and to me, they are lifelong um, lessons also. But give yourself a present by living in the present. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. And, um, you know, folks can write it down because I put it out there. Again, come out into my book, mark you. Everything I say again is going to be a part of my book, so it's my information, sorry, but it's true. <laughs> but give yourself a present. You know, live in the present. What am I saying here? We spend too much time or too many times talking about what happened yesterday. And the things that we're having a conversation about, the yesterday that we're talking about, is not even good yesterday. A bad yesterday, a tormentor. And so, you see, we spoil our today. We spoil the, the enjoyment. We spoil the opportunities um, of today. Why? Because we use the bad of yesterday and consume it on today. The bad of yesterday, now we wouldn't even say, we'll leave it alone. But we, but, but we end up talking so much about, about our yesterday that, that our today just gets even tarnished. And if today gets tarnished, where do, we find, where do we find the strength to have hope for tomorrow? And so really and truly, we start to crucify our emotional and mental um, health by talking, by, by ruminating too much about our pain, by talking up about the negative, negative things of yesterday rather than giving our today an opportunity to live, rather than giving our today an opportunity to explore new horizons. Rather than giving our, rather than giving our today an opportunity to see how it can be unfolded, no, we say today, since yesterday did bad, you can get better, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. The first thing we need to do, uh, um, you know, to say, hey, learn to leave yesterday into yesterday, and and just um, work with our today. So there's a biblical um, reference. That comes to mind. Um, sufficient for the days are the evils thereof. You know, so listen. Today, having of evil on, of its own, so nobody carried over into into tomorrow. But that's my first one. You know, want, uh, right, Andre? I'm 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 I was just thinking that in most instances we are taught to plan, we're taught to prepare, we're taught to think about the future and to um, do things in preparation for that. And that, for me and for many individuals uh, who may be listening, can be one of the main reasons why we are not living in the present, because there's so much to do. For example, we're moving into into the holidays, and persons don't even remember what they did today because they're so busy thinking about um, how they're going to set up the Christmas tree next week, um, what they're going to cook for Christmas dinner come the, 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 the 25th or the 26th. So there's so much happening in and around us that it is so difficult 
for individuals to actually become present. Um, can you now tell us, Andre, how can we, with everything that is happening, the preparation for this, the preparation for that, whether it is school, work, or whatever, there is a constant preparation and planning and plans need to be in effect. How can we be so grounded that we can actually say, you know what, today is the day and I'm living for today? Is it something that we have to make a conscious decision to do? I, I, most definitely. Think about it this way. No matter how, no matter how much plans we have, we have to wait until tomorrow comes. <laughs> 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 no matter how much anxieties we have, tomorrow not going to come any faster. Mm -hmm. One second, one minute, one hour at a time. That's it. And we could have still now watch the clock and watch watch the sun, watch everything. Again, take it own time until it reach. Not on your speed, but its own speed, its own time. So my argument is, I'm not saying we should have planned. By every means, we should. I put it to you that the reason why we plan is because we have hope. If we never have no hope, we wouldn't plan. But that's great. Mm -hmm. And I would. what I'm saying, though, is say, let us continue to have positive mindset going into tomorrow rather than using the negative of yesterday to interfere with our today. That's what I mean when I say live in the present. Don't live your life looking through your rearview mirrors. You've done past a part there already. In the name of Jesus, look on what is in front of you or ahead of you rather than talk about the negative of yesterday. That's what I mean when I say live in the present. Mm -hmm. um, so you can plan for it, but I would think that the reason why you're able to do so is because you have hope. But all the anxieties that you have about tomorrow cannot come until it reach. Not on your speed or your time, but its own. And uh, let us move on. That's tip number one. Live in the present. We're not saying that you must make plans for the future. But uh, as Andre Allen Casey and I see Pastor Raymond over there shaking his head. One day at a time. One Sometimes you have to put it down to a minute at a time and let the day go by. You know, we can't run ahead and reach over into 2023 or linger in the past. So, step number two or 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 or... or what is it, Andre? I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> I am saying here that number two, take responsibility for what comes out of us or out of you. Take responsibility for what comes out of you. For also having emotional and mental health, it is time we start to take responsibility for what not only happens to me, but what comes out of me. If we get vexed, we have... We, 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 we tend to want to say to folks, and because of you, why me? Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying here, um, even if they were the ones that push you, it's not, it's, so if so somebody might step on your toe and you feel hurt, but they did not pull the bad word out, they did not put the bad word in you, they may pull it out, but they didn't put it in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you see. If you hear yourself getting rude and ugly and obnoxious and a host of different things, rather than saying, it's because of you, why I am like this, 
Why don't you just say, wow, look at what I've become. <laughs> Why don't we say, look, look at what is coming out of me. And therefore now start to um, take responsibilities. Start to talk about it. I didn't know I had so much bitterness inside of me. I did not know I, I could be so abrasive. I did not know I could be so rude. I did not know I could invent ugly terms and ugly words. I did not know. Once we see, you know, if you squeeze a lime, if lime juice again gets out of it, you know, not orange juice. So if you get squeezed and you realize that bitterness and sourness is coming out of you, then rather than blame the squeezing moment, I'm inviting us to look at whether or not a sweetness or sourness and we are producing as a result of the squeezing instead. That's what I mean by that. Right, so Andre, before we move on to tip number three, just want to recognize our friends joining us via the World Wide Web. Thank you so much. Uh, Marhu says, plans uh, got to be flexible. What we might plan to do tomorrow or next week can be derailed and we must be able to adjust. And that is so true. We must be able to adjust. I think being able to adjust and to adapt is also part of um, having and developing uh, healthy emotion and uh, uh, mental health, Andre Allen Casey. So I thank That's her correct. for that. Yes, being able to to change, being able to move with the ever changing times, being able to adapt, being able to adjust. In Jamaica, we would say must be able to flex, <laughs> uh, like the willow tree. You bend left, right, and in the middle, and whatever, but you never break because you have that uh, spirit of flexibility so let's move to uh, tip number three tip number three i'm saying begin to forgive with a plan to forget <laughs> begin to forgive with the plan to forget one of our problems as to why we do not have emotional and mental health is because we are remembering the wrong thing <laughs> We have allowed the ugly things to consume us. And because we are so consumed by bitterness and ugliness, forgiveness is not a part of our psyche, much less to even say, forget it. So we not only are we deciding not to forgive, as a result of not forgiving, forgetting becomes impossible. I am saying, though, you know what's so amazing, though, Anne? Forgetting is a part of our DNA. Mm -hmm. We are the ones who oftentimes, I'm not saying in every incident now, because you do have some psychological incidents that leave a lasting impression on us. And that we cannot forget. Notwithstanding, we do ourselves a disservice because we have already stated that there are some things we don't plan to watch. Forget. Mm -hmm. There are some things that in our minds we say, no man, if anybody ever do that to me, no sir, forgive, you must be mad. So we have already cursed <laughs> certain incidents. I would want to even say curse ourselves. We might believe that we are doing it to hurt the other person, but look at what it's doing, it is doing to us. When you have high blood pressure, the have aneurysm. You know, with, 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 with different communicable diseases might be developed as a result of that 
own of our mindset because we have too much ugliness and bitterness inside of us. The mind to forgive is not there. I am put, I put it to you. Because there's a mind to forgive, then we may not forget. But the question is, are we looking to remember? Mm-hmm. We may not forget. But my question is, are we looking to remember? To remember. And, yeah. Well, I wanted to hold that thought, and I have a question for you, Andre Allen Casey, when we come back from the break, reminding you that uh, this talk segment is brought to you by Christmas Bickle, happening on Friday, December 9, at the Randy Williams Entertainment Center, 36 Hope Road, Kingston, 10 start time, 11 a.m., and they'll go up until 9.30 p.m., prizes and surprises. So, Pastor Raymond, this one is for you. Um, our children... Um, uh, will children will this event cater to children? Most definitely. Uh, <clears throat> I'm told there will be bunks about. Mm-hmm. I'm told there will be things they can purchase, and I'm also told that five thousand f- is for the children charge or charge for children. Okay. And children seems to be those ten and below, mm-hmm. not necessarily twelve. Okay. Maybe because of the appetite <laughs> 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 you, that you have some that are that have some adults to walk. yeah yeah but yes yes so there there are activities there for the children yes. as well so we're going to take a break reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by christmas bigler hosted by harvest tabernacle happening on friday december 9 at the rana williams entertainment center Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Cool 97 Radio. And we're putting you in a very festive mood. Shea <laughs> H, uh, you're something else. Yes, $5,000 for children. So you're saying, how much is it for adults with children's stomach? It is the same. <laughs> Uh, Marva says, uh, uh, Shay, the bird eaters are not getting a discount. It's a fundraiser. Yes, it is a fundraiser. So if you want to come there and make your contribution of $15,000 and only drink a little soup, it is up to you. If you want to make your contribution of $15,000 and go round and around and, and take a little bit of everything, it is up to you also. So you must know and have a plan <laughs> as to what it is you're going to do. So let's get back to the conversation with Andre Allen Casey. Andre, you're there? I'm here. All right. So I have two questions for you. Question number one, how do you forgive? How do you start the process of forgiving? That's one. Let me just throw in the other. And I'm not sure if this is a question but a statement. Isn't there a lesson in every situation? Can I forgive, but I won't. I can forgive, but I won't forget because I don't want to repeat the same mistake. Okay. Um, the, the, well, let me, let me do, let me do, let me go with the first one, the second one. Mm-hmm. It is okay for you to say, um, I don't want to forget. But what is it that you're not forgetting? If you're not forgetting, you're not forgetting something because you're learning from it. Okay. 
and you're putting things in place so as to um, ensure that you that you do not harm yourself or someone um, going forward. So I understand the need for you to do that. But um, when we talk about forgive here, though, we're talking about, let me see if I can go to the first question now. Um, forgive what? Are you, are you forgiving somebody who is repentant? Are you forgiving someone who is sorry? Um, are you forgiving someone who is remorseful? Are you forgiving someone who wants a second chance? Um, and, and, uh, and if not, why not? Okay. And let's say, see, that you decide you're not going to forgive the person. All right, then. Um, why not? And uh, um, what is it doing to you? Is it that every time you see this person, you feel down, you feel angry, you feel miserable? You know, you want to hurt the person? Wow. So you decide not to forgive them, but yet you're still in pain. <laughs> I thought, so, so I thought you would want to relieve yourself of pain. Mm-hmm. So here it is that you're trying to keep them in pain, but at the same time you're keeping yourself in pain too. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense now. So why don't you just relieve yourself of the pain by forgiving them? And if you are a religiously inclined person, you know, the Lord's Prayer says that if you want God to forgive you, you must be prepared to forgive yourself. <laughs> Imagine you're asking other people to forgive you, but you're not prepared to execute it, especially if the persons are remorseful. And so, um, and, and so we ha- that's how we're going to begin the process of, of, of forgiveness. Forgiving there are, there mm-hmm. are about four different concepts, though, that speaks to forgiveness. Um, and I may have shared this with, with you already. You have limited forgiveness that says, I'll forgive you, but I don't plan to forget. You have detached forgiveness that says, I'm going to forgive you, but I do not have nothing to do with you again. Once bitten, twice shy. You have conditional forgiveness that says, the only way I'm going, I will forgive you is unless you prove to me mm-hmm. that you're sorry. And the errant, um, there's a cessation in the errant mannerism and behavior. So you have to prove that to me, you know. If I'm not convinced, understand that there's no forgiveness on my part. Bear in mind now that maybe the person really has stopped and they have done their best to prove to you otherwise. But you want to make blood out of stone. <laughs> you want them kidney. You know, just want the words alone. <laughs> you want more than just the words now. You know? And so really and truly, what you're probably asking for is, is vindication more than anything else. And, and, and so the question, um, maybe you are the one now who, who, who need to forgive yourself. Maybe you are the one who should be forgiven. Maybe you are the one who, um, you know, who's having problems right now and not so much the person who brought the pain on you initially. Because look at how you're responding. Look at what you have become as a result of that pain. And so we say, May the forgiveness starts with you forgiving yourself and giving yourself an opportunity to heal from the pain that you receive from the other person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, the final one is full forgiveness. 
full forgiveness says that I am prepared to forgive you, but it doesn't mean that you should not do something about it. It's just that maybe I'm not controlled by it. <laughs> maybe I'm not controlled. In other words, I have a forgiving spirit. I'm prepared and you know that I have a forgiving spirit. Now, forgiveness does not mean that you do not put boundaries in place to protect yourself going forward. Because, because in other words, because you're chosen to forgive, it doesn't mean that the other person change. True. Shea H says, Mr. Casey, please say that again. You cannot ask someone to forgive you if you cannot forgive yourself. <laughs> That's so sad. Hey, Audrey, you make sure say she have to she have to say that you know according to Mister Andre Allen Casey, counseling psychologist, you cannot, you must forgive yourself first. Yes, you must forgive yourself first. you are if you are on the other side of the kind or the other, you know, the shoes was on the other side of the foot on the other foot. And, mm-hmm. and you did wrong how would you want the person to treat you mm-hmm. so you need to put yourself in that position where you too are you are prepared to forgive because anything short of that remember look at what you are consumed with you might say I'm consumed with trying to protect myself I say maybe you're consumed with too much bitterness <laughs> mm-hmm. you know just saying just putting it out there so on to the next so we are at, uh, tip number four. Tip number four. I'm staying here for us to develop emotional and mental health. It is important that we stop ruminating on past failure. Yeah, sometimes when people come talk to you and they will remind you about what you did wrong. You know, sometimes you have to irk them. <laughs> yeah, man, never say, never say, not today, yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. man, you know, we talked about this yesterday already. No, I mean, no, on the day before, but that's after the whole week, I tell them the same thing over and over. You know, the, the amount of mistakes I make and the amount of atrocities and what have you. I know, I know. I tell you sorry already. And you look like, and I look like, never keep on telling you sorry, 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 sorry. We've gone 300 now, and, and look like you still want to hear more. So you know what happened? Um, irks. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Some day ever irks people, man. You have to, you know, draw breaks with them and say, listen. Not today. Not today. Enough yeah, is enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Not today, man. I mean, you know, about that fact, what you can tell them, say, you can say, listen, you see that motor we gave yesterday? Just carry, you can't carry it over tomorrow. <laughs> 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 yeah, motor that fact, we gave you last week. Just, make, just, just bring them forward, please. Okay? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm just saying here, I'm crying out loud, sometimes people want to keep us into a place of pain. Sometimes people want to keep us into a place of pain. So they remind us of our past failures. Not as people to us. What about ourselves? What about me to me? Stop ruminating on your past failures. Because you're not dream about it. You can't sleep. You feel yesterday. You know, um, which, which goes back to my first point. Give yourself a present by living in the present. We are talking about how much wrong we do yesterday for. Why don't they thank God that, that you get an opportunity to live today? Then write your wrong, no man. Do something positive about it. Talking about the amount of mistakes you made yesterday. Still not doing nothing. Worse if you don't do something to correct it. 
they might chances are give me the same mistake again to, um, tomorrow. I'm saying since you've given since you've give, been given an opportunity to see another day, why are we? Why am I using th that day to talk about my, my my failures? I mean, where do I have now the energy and, and and the momentum to do something positive? No, I feel like I'm I'm putting myself down. And so sometimes what we, we have to give ourselves a break. Do I say no something? Yeah, I know. I know I did this wrong, yes. I know I said that, yes. But I said that then. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm quick to, to, to say something that it was a book that was written by, um, as a matter of fact, the name of the book is called Living in the Present. The name of the book, if I'm not mistaken, is called Living in the Present. And it was written by... Um, that 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 gentleman, I can't remember his name now. But if I call his book, you you can probably call his name. Um, um, he's um. Ah, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a well-known book. Um, 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 like a short book that 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 talks about. Ah. Can't come to me. I, I well, well, the book for me, the book that comes to mind in terms of um, the, the the tips of living in the present. It's the power of no by Eckhart Tolle. That's okay, the one that, that, that one. yeah, that's yeah, the one that, that comes one. to another book that is that is that um, like a small book. Um, <coughs> hem ha hem and ha. What mm -hmm. is with, with hem and ha again? What's the name of that book again, man? With hem and ha. Maybe one with of them. With the three mice and, and the two little people. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that one. Oh, gosh, well, you, you, you need to read it. Yes. You definitely need to read it. It's an easy, easy read. You can read it up about in about an hour and 15 minutes. Um, maybe a caller will, will put it in, in something and, and remind you. Okay, it's a very well-known popular book, actually. Well, it's the same right of that book, I think, wrote Living in the Present. And my wife gave me that book to read. And... And and I was talking to her about, um, you know, uh, something that she did, and I was reminding her of, of a past failure, and I was rum ruminating on that past failure. And I remember, and it was like two hours after. So in my mind, I haven't even healed properly from this, so I should continue to be to be talking about it because it's just two hours. And I remember she said to me, "Honey." That was two hours ago. Why are you still complaining about it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's funny. You know, that was two hours ago. Why are you still complaining about it? And I know that, and in our minds, you know, guess what I mean? Our minds, you know, she shouldn't. No, man. It's only two hours. My argument is how long you want to stay in a pain? Folks, it's a question you must ask yourself that. How long you want to stay in pain? One hour, two hours, ten hours, one day. Well, you just ask yourself that. And then you decide if you want it to be, to, to be for one hour or 100 hours or 100 days. How long do you want to remain in pain? That is just a question that you must ask yourself. And I hope if whatever decision you come up with, well, peace be your journey. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one, Andre Allen Casey. Tip number five, allow yourself and others to make mistakes. If you want to develop emotional and mental health, we have to recognize that when we look in the mirror, 
I do not see you. You can write that down by Andre Allen Casey. I know it's very, I, I know it's something you might say, no man, I know you're something that well, is me saying it then. When you look into the, when I look in the mirror, you know who I don't see? I do not see you. It's high time we start to work on ourselves. Look at the man in the mirror. Pay attention to that person. Fix up that person. Okay? Oh. Our problem is that we, 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 we spend too much time times asking the other person to be better and to do better. For me to live better. Why not? Why are we so dependent on others and, and the way they treat us or don't treat us for us to do the right thing? We are too consumed um, um, about what other people are doing rather than taking time to find out what is it that I am doing. And that's the reason why we don't allow others to make the, to make the mistake because sometimes we think we're too perfect. We think we're better than other people. And oftentimes, you know, there's a biblical reference now. The Bible said, take this smoke out of your eyes so you can see, see clear. To, to, or take the boulder out of your eyes so you can see better. To take the, the smoke of, out of someone else's eye. And it's true, you know, we quit to condemn and um, and we consume our time with with what is wrong with you and, and what you should be doing and everything like that. And and really and truly, when you look at our own lives, we're not doing any better. Matter of fact, we're doing worse. We are doing absolute worse, but yet we are throwing darts at other folks. I am saying when you look into the mirror, and if somebody is say, "Well, that means when if you want to throw darts at anybody, throw it at yourself." <laughs> True. Right? Start with fixing up you. And 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 the best way that you can educate people is not by telling them what to do. It's demonstrating Demonstrating what, what to do. Demonstrating yeah. how it must be done. So they're That's saying the they're Andre, I think the book they're saying you're talking about is who the, the, the book the, the Who Moved My Cheese. Who stole my cheese? Who moved my cheese? Who That's moved my cheese and the author is uh, Benjamin Spencer Epstein. Johnson. Is it Benjamin Epstein? No, man. Dr. Dr. Spencer Johnson. Oh. Dr. Spencer Johnson, man. Who moved my... It came back to me a while ago. <laughs> Who moved my cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson? You hear that? Um, Mixelar, um, <laughs> who moved my cheese? Yes, Dr. Spencer Johnson. Get that book. So I, I'm definitely... I'm going, I'm, going to, I'm going to be looking, at, looking into Everybody that book. And read it. Trust me. Yeah. Who moved my cheese? Who moved my cheese? Spencer Johnson. Johnson. It speaks about change and how we're going to manage it. Excellent book. Mm-hmm. Easy read, excellent book. Don't watch the tape, please get the book. And there's like a tape out there, like a cartoon segment. Between it. Don't do that. Just go get the book. And I think it's free. You can download the book for free too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. So let's move on to tip number six. And this one I really, really love. Prepare to do the right thing in spite of and not because of. Yes, man. You see, what, is, what are you made of? You know, what are you made of? What is inside of you? What kind of ink is in your pen? What kind of value system do you have? Hmm? What, what, what you know, you know um, sometimes you say, unfortunately, if we don't get the validation, we stop doing the right thing. If we don't get good job, 
we don't feel motivated to do a good job. No. Do the right thing in spite of whether people tell you good job, yes or no. Do it because that's what you believe in. That's what you know. You have an objective standard that you have subjected your life and living towards. I call it the word of God, the Bible. I am saying, um, and as a result of that, I say, live by it. Believe in it. Unfortunately, though, you say, um, so you're prepared to do the right thing in spite of, you know, the, 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 what is your um, values profile? Is it that every time somebody comes with something, you're going to be tossed one or whatever wind the doctrine? Every time somebody, and because enough person says, you know, I can start addressing you a particular way, you're going to accept it? No. What do you believe about yourself? What do you know about you? Do you believe that you are wonderfully made? Do you believe that you are created in the image of God? To believe that, then, then live it. You know? <laughs> Believe it, then live it. Okay, I don't. Whether or not everybody in the world don't believe it, you believe it. Well, live it. And I'm just kind of saying here, you see, um, and that's how you're going to do the right thing in spite of you know, rather than doing things to get the glory and the praise of men, rather than doing things for people to even tell you good job. And <laughs> and, and, and that's the reason why we have a problem with with self-efficacy by the way, because we don't believe in our ability to. We seem to need to get the validation from folks that will motivate us to do anything. Like, like it is supposed to be an exchange. Absolutely not. My argument is um, we must prepare to do the right thing. Whether or not people get to us, good job, yes or no, we do the right thing. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. To do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and tip number seven. Our goal is either separation or restoration. <laughs> you want to develop emotional and mental health, man. Mm-hmm. Some, some relationship you I have I like to, this one. You have to leave it alone. Leave it alone. Yeah, man. You, yeah. you know exactly. Cut it, <laughs> cut, cut it loose. <laughs> yes, if, it, if it is leaving you, say, say goodbye and go in the opposite direction. Don't try to run back at it. No, <laughs> I tie it on to you. You know, in cricket, you know, the, when, when the ball is a certain ball, you know, it's called leave alone because you touch it, you go out. And mm-hmm. I understand some relationship, you see the red flag, leave it alone. Nobody go try and mix up your stuff. You see, nobody rub, rub shoulders with the devil, you know. You're not going to lose, you know. <laughs> you're not going to lose. You're gonna, you, we are going to lose. And so my argument is this, there are some relationships some relationship, the goal is not restoration. The goal is separation. Mm-hmm. Okay? But you know what the Bible says? The Bible said, bad companionship corrupt good morals. Bad companionship corrupt good morals, you know? Okay? And so my argument is, you see, you know, um, we have to recognize that you have some relationship. It's, it's toxic. You, you, it, it game turn it the other way. You know, I'm reminded of that physical example where, um, with, 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 um, with, with, um, Adam, not Adam, Abraham, Abraham and his, and his nephew Lot. You know, we not, Lot chose the choices of the land. 
and and after that he tell that lot was no in Saddam and to show you all lot get um, mind get twisted sorry to use that word or his mind then change sorry so that's a better term to show how lot mind change when the men came there when the angels came to visit lot you know lot says to me to me daughter in here <laughs> where do you come up offering your daughter sir <laughs> mm-hmm. my argument is yeah man not only you ended up into Saddam but Saddam ended up into you <laughs> Mr. Lot and so I'm just kind of saying here is it some relationships man if you sister you're going to turn the game make Saddam rule you cut it loose if you yeah man you have to decide if, if you if this is good enough for you or it's going to give you the kind of outcome that you want for your life and live it some relationship if it's not going to give you the kind of outcome that you want for your life and living then you have to decide if you want to stay in it especially if that that relationship is bringing you pain and disaster especially if it's not um, creating an environment or an atmosphere that promotes emotional and, and, and mental equilibrium and, and, and well-being if, if, if it's tearing you apart then you need to tear yourself apart <laughs> Summit. Just say it. The goal is either restoration or separation. I spoke more about separation. Restoration now. Restoration. So let me talk about restoration. When you look at a relationship, if you find that you need, you are the one that needs to make the adjustment. Because this person has done their part to make all the, 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 the sacrifices to be the example they are prepared to do the right thing in spite of not because of they understand what kind of ink is in their pen they believe in their own value system they have their values profile so to speak okay if you see this and, 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 and um, in, 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 in such a person but you are the one that is having the challenges then I'm asking you to to get rid of your challenges so that the relationship can be restored so that you can properly learn from this person. So 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 that you see you can become a better person because of the examples you see in this person. That's all I'm saying here. So restoration. Restoration begins with why I want to be with you. And I don't care about the relationship. I'm saying restoration speaks to what? Why is it that I want to be with you? And I believe that everybody must ask themselves that question. What's the value? What do I what do I come to the table with? How do I enrich your life? How do I enrich this relationship? Is that the mindset of the person who is in a relationship with you? That they want to enrich your life and, and enrich this relationship? That we can have a positive outcome? So that we can be an example to other folk? So we can teach people what a healthy relationship must look like? That is my question. These are some of the questions I'm saying that we must ask ourselves to decide whether or not the goal is restoration or separation. 
reminding you that this talk segment is courtesy of Christmas Bickle happening on Friday, December 9 at the Rana Williams Entertainment Center. Remember, it's hosted by Harvest Tabernacle. Start time 11 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Contribution $15,000. There'll be live entertainment and, of course, music, music, and more music courtesy of our very own DJ Dre. And for tickets info, you can call 876-316-3650 for details. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Cool 97. Radio. Singles live on the nation's coolest. Cool 97 FM. Tonight's topic, developing your emotional and mental health. With us, Andre Allen Casey, counseling psychologist. And of course, I have in studio with me, Pastor Raymond of Harvest Tabernacle. And you know, they'll be hosting their fundraiser on Friday, December 9 at the Randy Williams Entertainment Center. So let's get back into the conversation with Andre Allen Casey. Andre? Yes, ma'am. So we're up to tip number seven. Tip number seven or tip number eight. Eight, right. Tip number eight. Uh, can, can I give, can I do like a commercial thingy? Certainly. Let me hear it. You, 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 you're using your, your Andre Allen Casey voice or you're doing a voiceover? Uh, I'm going to use the Allen Casey voice because the voiceover don't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> the voiceover is you. <laughs> but, um... And, and, and this is still in, in line with what I'm doing here. But I have a, I've, I've done something on YouTube um, recently, part one. Actually, I'm going to do part two this coming Saturday at um, 6.30. I want, to, I want to invite everybody to come out. But, but the, the, the Zoom link is free, by the way, it is free. But look it up. It's called Managing Me to Manage My Relationship with You. Managing Me to Manage My Relationship with You. Um, just, just, just type it in on YouTube. You'll see I come up again. Have a, you get to hear me talking and everything like that. Please watch it. Take your notes, everything. Because we're going to have part two to that. All of that continue to empower us where we can have healthy relationship with other folks. Right? It's for free. For free. Eh? When I, when I write my book, I can sell it. So, anyways. I'm not trying to do it in December here. So, so you, you better get the free version now. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but managing me to manage my relationship with you, you can't afford to miss part two, though. That was part one then, but you see the link and everything come up. And, and so, um, so you can come, come on. Um, there is this coming Saturday at... Uh, what am I saying? 6.30? 6.30, yes. 6.30 to 8 o'clock. Please, come on. Hope everybody comes. Anyways, um, I am saying here that watch your self-talk. Your self-talk is, it, is designed to give you, is, is designed to empower you and not to give you latitude. What do I mean by that? For us to have good mental health, it means that we have to have a conversation with ourselves. And the conversation that we have with ourselves is to take us out of pain, not to keep us in pain. Hmm. The conversation that we have with ourselves, ladies and gentlemen, is to take us out of pain, not to keep us into pain. Latitude keeps us into pain. 
Example of latitude. Ready for this? Are you ready? Write this down for example for latitude. I am only human. <laughs> what more can one person take? Yes. Those two terms. And, and I know you can come up with some other stuff, but I am the one who came up with those two, if you don't mind. I'm saying those two terms, they do not empower you to do something, um, to, to, to do something about your status. No. What those two terms, unfortunately, does for most of us is to keep us in pain and we're just waiting for a breakthrough. I am like, nope, nope. I know I want my breakthrough today. I want my breakthrough today. Me now go wait till tomorrow. This is now a breakthrough. No, sir. My, the objective is to relieve myself of pain, you know, not to keep myself in it. So what can I say to myself to take me out of pain? Write that down, folks. What can I say to myself to take myself out of pain? That's what our self-talk. Um, is, is designed to do to empower us to take us out of pain to empower us to and if we can't come out of it help us to manage it talk yourself into managing it once you start to say well I can't take no more I'm only human my cup's full enough is enough right what those terms don't empower you those terms unfortunately put you into a state where you might become depressed you can't see no way out. You're in quicksand, and rather than, rather than lay down upon your head, so your foot can't come up, you, you, we, we panic, and we go down faster. The very thing that we don't want to go under is the very thing that we probably need to make vulnerable so that we can survive. And I'm saying, folks, unfortunately, we oftentimes put remain in pain because we believe that the survival, the survival of me says I am only human. The survival of me says I'm going to react to how I feel rather than respond to my feeling. Rather than having a conversation with my feelings to ensure that I have the appropriate response. That's all I'm saying. And everything I am is, is extemporaneous. I don't have no notes, no nothing. I'm just talking to 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 my stuff here. Number two, I was the one who developed these things. So the truth is, is you don't have to take it. It's on your tablet. <laughs> you can decide. You can want to take it or leave it. But it's my tablet that I want to share um, with you all. And I do believe, wholeheartedly believe, that that they can lend to our um, emotional and mental equilibrium. Talk. Right, talk so um, on to the next one now, Andre. The next one here is more, I, you know, if I ask you, um, who do you live for? What what are you going to tell me? You know, as, 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 as an individual, I'm going to say, well, I guess I live for my daughter and my spouse and uh, persons, my family. Okay. Yeah. That is, what, that is what that is what that is what that is what the average individual is going to say. That's true. All right then. So who do you live with? 
<laughs> First and foremost, I live with my. I have to live with myself. <laughs> I have to live with myself. I have to live with myself. Yeah, and then I live with. Then if you're going to talk sharing space, though, then that's a different thing. <laughs> so, Alan said, don't you see that when I ask who you live for, the names that you put there, eh. and if I ask who you will live with, are the same people there? Eh. What is my argument? My argument, I never know that with and for mean the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm-hmm. what am I proposing? Here's what I'm proposing. Hmm? That, that we, you know, a lot of the times people say, well, you have to know your purpose. Alrighty. Well, for me, in order for you to know your purpose, you have to know who you live for. For you to be able to identify your purpose, it is important that you know who you live for. As again, who you live with. You see, it's who you live for, you can't afford to lose it or lose them. It's who you live with, they are probably possibly extendable. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I mean, and, and, and can you repeat? And can you repeat that? <laughs> no, I cannot repeat it. I don't know what I'm saying. Meaning, <laughs> meaning. I don't remember what I'm saying. That's what it was extemporaneous. <laughs> um, no, I should have read that when I don't. Cause that sounds good. But uh, no, what I'm saying here, seriously though, that. If it's who you live for, it means that if, if you don't have them, mm-hmm. it affects your life and living. But who you live with, you can do without them. It doesn't it doesn't affect you the same way in terms of your life and living. That's what I'm saying. And so it is important that you know the difference in terms of who you live for and who you live with. If you should ask me that question. You know, there's a passage in the Bible that says that Jesus talked about the greatest commandment. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, body, and strength. And the second is like an unto you, love the neighbor as thyself. You know who I live for? I live for God. I know who I live with? Everybody else. Because if the, if, if the greatest command is to love Him, remember, you know, it's Him telling me, how oh, the kind of relationship I must have with others, you know. Love thy neighbor as thyself. But love who first? God. So who do I live for? If I understand who I live for, then that gives me purpose. I live for God. And I live with everybody else. And that's the reason why even if I lose everybody else, guess what I'm on? I don't cost the person who I live for. Uh-oh. Maybe we should move on. Mm-hmm. That's another. That's another. That's another topic um, by that's itself, right. and so we're at eleven. No, number ten. Number ten. We just reach at ten. I thought mm-hmm. we. Yes, ten. No, No, it don't. It don't look possible. It looks <laughs> like a next year thing. <laughs> that's right. Number ten says we must learn to say no, thank you. Yeah, I like that. I like that, Andre. And I, I and 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 this is one of the, the the tips that I give to individuals a lot. Learn to say. We not even put the thank you up on it. You know, just sometimes, just just learn to say no. Just 
just learn to say no. And 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 it is so applicable and valid in 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 in, in today's um, society. So applicable and valuable, valuable in all areas of our lives. So that's at work. It may sound <laughs> this way about work, you know. So you can just imagine I'm asked to do a task and I say no. And I don't feel bad about it because if it means that uh, my mental health is compromised, if I say yes, then I am going to say no. If it means that it, 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 it is conflicting with my beliefs and more my moral standards, then I'm going to say no. But I'm not even sure about the thank you part. I'm just going to say right. no, full stop. Okay, excellent. So I'm glad that you're able to make it because the truth is there's a slight distinction between what you stated and the no thank you. Mm -hmm. um, what you stated a while ago, and a matter of fact, I should have added and said bye and Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm it's serious. A no Excellent. man. Excellent. Uh. Excellent. The, 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 um, where I'm going with my no thank you though, right? It um, has more to do with what people is offering you. Mm hmm. And especially if you have adjudicated that what they're offering is not good to you and good for you. If somebody offers you something and, you, and, you, and if they offer you a bad attitude, bad words, um, bad experiences, you know, if, if, if you recognize that what they're offering you is not good to you and good for you, then I'm saying do not take it. Just tell them no thank you. And if you leave it with them, then you should not be, be, be behaving ugly. When, if I offer you a thousand dollars, I said no, thank you. Who you leave a thousand dollars with? Now with me? Alright, let me, let, let me give you another simple one and then move on. And if I call you dog and you say no, thank you, who must say roof roof? No, you Andre. Alright then. Not me because me know why you're here dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I need a one, you and I the dog. Thank you very much. So what's this then, so when you said no, thank you, it's not you must bark at me. If you get or feel offended by what I said and you start to bark, my argument is you never said no, thank you. You took it. Mm -hmm. You hug it up and you even digest it. That's why you start being, that's why you start to bark. And saying, folks, you're barking is an indication that you did not say no, thank you, but you took the ugliness, the very ugly thing that you did not like. Learn to say no, thank you. My next tip. <laughs> Moving right along. And, and, and this one is, who should our happiness depend on? You or me? That's right. And this we can easily move, we can almost move on again from that because it's just a question that, you know, you must ask yourself that question. Ladies and gentlemen who's listening right now, who your happiness depends on? You or me? Your happiness we're talking about, you know. Who does it, is it dependent on? You or me? If it is dependent on, on if my happiness is dependent on me, then, um, bye. <laughs> it means, it means, I, it means, therefore, that, 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 that I am not going to be speaking validation from you. That's all I'm saying. If my happiness is not dependent on you, why do I need to be, why do I seek validation from you? Why do I seek approval from you? You know what I'm saying? No, if you think it depends on the person, then you understand why you need to get it from them. But suppose it doesn't go. 
suppose it doesn't. Suppose your own perspective says, no, man, um, I have to create an arena for my happiness. Because once I leave it in your hands, suppose you don't feel happy for me. The enemy said, I'm not going to be unhappy too. I can't give that call over me. I'm sorry. I am. I, I'm, I cannot give that call over me. No, thank you. Or this, or this, <laughs> or this, or this very, very big statement. My happiness depends on you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not at all. Oh. Good luck with that. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, in a very unhappy moment. <laughs> <laughs> You're not developing your emotional and mental well-being with that kind of mindset and thinking. <laughs> we can move on to my next point. Yes. Pay attention to your own needs and feelings. Yes. I like yeah. that one. Pay attention to your own needs and feelings. And you know what's the problem with that, though? We, there are some things that, that we need to remind ourselves that I have control over. And there are some things that I don't have control over. You know who, you know what we must, you know who we must control? We must control me. You know who I must not, who I must stop trying to control? You. Mm-hmm. And because we are distracted at trying to control others and not controlling ourselves, then, then, then once people don't fit into our agenda and the outcome that we're looking for in their lives, we're vexed with them. And see, you know, you will start pushing vexation in your spirit because somebody says, I want to manage my life because somebody understands the concept of the 3Ds. What is the concept of the 3Ds? My decision determines my destiny. And it's a them decision determines them destiny. Jesus, go on and find your 3D too. After I'm going to keep people on. <laughs> I make people own bother you to the point of depression. Uh, uh, to, the, to the point of our next deed, which is depression. If you go put that in my head, no, very, very good. Mm-hmm. I, I need to, you know, my work hard anymore. I write my book now. That's one. <laughs> but excellent. Excellent. Your book can be something after all. Here's the next one. Do not let stress and negative emotions build up in you. Yeah, man. I feel let it go. I feel let it go, man. I talk about it too much, man. You think you can't, you can't, you can't get it out in it, you in your craw. You're in your system. You know? When, when, when you just look at your face, you can't even smile. Somebody say, Lord, smile, no? You meet up your, your bro. That's why your fire does not crease tonight. You look older than you're supposed to look. You gray off before, before time. Because this man, you, 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 you're not paying attention to your own needs and feelings. You're allowing Here's what you need to do. You learn. You need to learn to inform your feeling before you follow your feeling. You can write that down, but it's my one. It's not your one. You can call my name on that. But I don't know why cool don't start you some things, but anyway, we can move on, right? You can inform. You, you must inform your feeling before you follow your feeling, Andre Allen Casey. Yeah, that's a very good one. A very, yeah. very good one because a lot of us follow our feelings follow and we go down man. into some very destructive, uh, we make some very yeah. destructive decisions and we do some very destructive things to not ourselves but others. 
What's feelings, man? Up in our feelings too much. Up in our feelings, man. I know. Yeah. <laughs> up, up, up in our feelings. Yeah, man. Before we tell our feelings, so listen. You need to be. Listen. And me manage you, you know. It's not you manage me. It's me manage you, not you manage me. Have the conversation with your feelings and remind it. And look at you. Oh, 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 oh. Stop doing it. Relax, man. Because I'm follow you, man. Get yourself in a problem. So just leave me alone. Be yourself. I mean, have the conversation, man. Rather than after you do it, you say, I'm not going to my mouth and go. I'm a hypocrite. I talk how I feel. You know, hmm. not everything that can be said should be said. Sometimes I feel like I choose your battles and be prudent about what, what, you know, about the kind of outcome that we want and looking for. And if it makes sense, if it makes sense, sometimes what you say, is it worth it? Sometimes we just need to have the conversation. Is it worth it? Does it make sense? What kind of outcome here is worth it? Can I live with it? Right. Can I deal with the consequences? Have the conversation. Let us have one go do it and I say, don't say, it may did no. You need to ask yourself, as Andre Allen Casey would say, to what end? To what end, at you? Here you go. To what end? Excellent. Yeah. Come move on to our next one, no? Uh, five minutes. This is good. Yes. <laughs> Not just finish after all. Um, maintain a balance between the daily responsibilities and the things you enjoy. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I just make a use it this way. Don't don't take what life gives you, take from life what you want. You can write down my name again. Don't take from don't take what life gives to you. You must want to take from life what you want. And just settle with 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 how the day unfolded. No nah, man. You unfold the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what all the day unfolded you know it's the it's, it's people who are, who are successful it's it a way them wait the things drop from sky and drop their lap and make it happen mm-hmm. and make it happen and that's all I'm saying make your emotional well-being happen for you make your um, mental well-being happen for you you make it happen that's all I'm saying. Look, I'm going to move on to the next one because look, I can't finish this. Um, where am I? Um, see yourself, taking care of yourself. Well, can I verse, very similar to yourself. I must see, can I write this down? Again. I must see myself taking care of myself. Oh, what is my ESP, and I teach you that Emotionally, one. spiritually, and, and physically. There you go, girl. Mm-hmm. Give you an A for this class. <laughs> <laughs> I must see myself taking care of myself oh emotionally spiritually physically that's your responsibility mm-hmm. to you that is your responsibility to you so to find that your that your that your emotional state is all over your, all over the place then I'm saying let's get some perspective let's listen to let's take some of these tablets I'm going to read the Bible go read the Psalms go read Proverbs I don't know get some wisdom all I'm saying here that, that can give us some perspective as to as to how to function, as to what to do, as to how uh, sometimes just, just back up, literally just slow down. You have to see yourself taking care of yourself. Here's the next one. Use I statements more than you statements. If you use I statements, it, it speaks volume about what you plan to do about yourself. If you use you statements, it sounds very blaming. It's like you're asking the other person to in order for you to. Say that again. It's like you're asking another person to 
เนาะเราอยู่ตัวก็มันยูสเตมเมนต์มันเนาะยูยูเนาะมันตักบทไอ even if you are affected by the other person you can still use I statements เนาะ even if you are affected negatively by the other person and then you can still use the I statement you can say you know I feel offended by this thing here and talk about how it has impacted you in a negative way I statement but but we don't talk that way you say no I'm not gonna lie but you know what people do you keep you keep on doing this I'm gonna take it now I'm gonna tell that no one I did it about do it again I'm gonna do it again now I'm calling a bluff And so you you again respond negatively to that bluff and get yourself into problem. Just say. Um, can I say one more? Can I say two more? Yeah, two more. There's a, there's a passage in the Bible that says, "Pray for those who despitefully use and persecute." Matthew chapter 5:44. And my argument is, if you if you want to know if you have any if you have emotional um um. Um, well-being and, and good mental um, uh, mental health yeah. and, and yes. emotional health. Yes. This is a good way for you to know, ladies and gentlemen. This is a good way for you to know. In other words, if you find that your go-to place, your default, is to pray for person who treat you who treat you negatively, just be a good. If, however, on the other hand. You want to return the favor? You need to come to me. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm not going to film myself anymore, but I'm now open an office. Um, yeah, and so you can call me at a particular number if you want to come in and see me. But that's for another time. Um, yeah, you can move on. Concentrate on healing yourself before before trying to heal others. Um, release yourself from a, from prison. Rather, release yourself. From a person or a situation that is causing you pain, wow! And let and then I have the final one: a person's opinion of you doesn't identify who you are. Mm-hmm, I so like that me, one. Let, let, let me talk about the release from a person or a situation that that causing that is causing pain. And if you're in pain, you have to you have to take yourself out of it. Now, if you feel that you can endure it. Then take it and don't complain. If it's something that you need to, if, if it's something that you need to learn, or 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 you cannot do anything about it, then plan to endure it. But if, however, you have an opportunity to relieve yourself of it, then if you make a choice, back your choices. If you think you can relieve yourself of it. Then you must be prepared to deal with the consequences when you have done the same, when you have done so. But my question is: Don't relieve yourself. My comment, rather, don't say I'm going to relieve myself of pain and still find yourself in pain. You find yourself in pain, ladies and gentlemen, when all it did was to relieve yourself of it physically, but emotionally, we are a wreck. We still are talking about it. We still are sus. We still, you know, saying negative things about the person or the situation. We're still ruminating on it. It is still hurting us. We can't move on. We can't bring any closure towards it. And I'm saying, um, if again, take yourself out of pain, then um, don't don't complain. Finally, 
I'm saying here that a person's opinion of you doesn't identify who you are. Sometimes you spend too much time wanting to hear from you when I need to hear from me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. I spend too much time wanting to hear from you. I think you look good. I think you so. And you say, yeah, you, you, you dress up yourself. I still ask people how you look. <laughs> and, and, you dress and, up yourself. I know that's taboo. I know that might sound like taboo, right? But I understand. And you just appear yourself, you know? When you look in a mirror, then you really like, we have a note, somebody said, well, that's that, not color coordinated. And that's not this and that's not that. And people might even say you look like clown. But hello. <laughs> <laughs> Her but, pretty. But this clown is like what you think. You're emotionally the word is you're emotionally and mentally healthy, so you don't That's have to right. buy additives. I don't, have to buy, <laughs> um, I don't have to buy your opinion of me. Yes. I don't I don't need to hear from you to validate me. That's what I'm just saying. Or to complete me. Just saying that. I hope and trust that these nuggets or tips or whatever you want to call it, perspective definitely put us into a different frame of frame frame you know, of mind that will contribute to our emotional um, and mental well-being. Thank you. Andre Allen Casey, I want to thank you so much for joining us again in Singles Live. We want you to have a wonderful holiday and uh, all the best for the upcoming year, 2023. And we're looking forward to many more conversations with you. So uh, until then... Take care of yourself, and um, I know that you're moving. I know we're, 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 we're time is up on us, but I know that you are moving to your new office. How is that coming on? That is, it is ready. It is it ready. People. Yes. <laughs> I will. I will make sure. <laughs> let me say this. I will make sure to swing by uh, sometime next week to check on those plants. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that they to make sure that they're okay. No, please don't. But then, if you're having a problem, all you need to do is to just call the pro. They're ready to assist you. Excellent. All right. So take care. My pleasure. All righty. Want to say thank you so much to Harvest Tabernacle for sponsoring this talk segment. Remember, Christmas Bickle will be on on Friday, December 9th at the Rana Williams Entertainment Center. Start time 11 a.m. until 9.30 p.m. Prizes and surprises. Cool 97. Radio. Radio.